This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special Warriors of Wrestling edition of the BCP. Very excited to welcome in. He is the current reigning and defending world heavyweight champion of Warriors of Wrestling. Please welcome into the show the life-changing Mr. Joe Acasio. Joe, welcome in, bro. How are you, man? Doing great, man. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I don't have any other, uh, you know, obviously, but when I'm not changing lives in the ring, I'm changing lives outside the ring. So I had clients. I have my per, uh, personal training business. I had a nice long day with them. Got a good meal in. Now I'm sitting down with uh, with you for a fun talk. I'm feeling really excited. I can't wait to do this, man. Thank that's you for awesome. having me on the show. Dude, that's awesome. It's so good to hear, man. Yeah, my after uh, 35, my metabolism isn't quite what it used to be, man. I used to be able to eat anything. Now it's just like it downhill, change, man. man. It's crazy. It really is. Uh, it's a science, man. The muscle starts to deteriorate over time. That's why it's so important to stay on top of it. Yeah, um, man. I'll yeah, pick man. your brain on Saturday, dude. We're going to talk on Saturday. Yeah, we'll talk. I, on Saturday. I love it, man. But let's get let's talk shop right out of the gate, yeah. man. First of all, uh, and guys, again, July 9th, that's this Saturday coming up, Staten Island, uh, New York. I'm used to saying New Jersey, Staten Island, New York, who may or may not have the better pizza. We'll talk about that later. Um, Warriors of Wrestling, we're going to have this Royal Rumble style main event where yeah. the winner gets to take on, well, you, hopefully we'll see what happens going on. Uh, I believe in December, this is a big show, man. Uh, so many questions I have for you. The first thing I got to say, you've won the title. We'll talk about that, but yeah. being the guy and you're no stranger to this, you've held other titles in the past, but you are the guy at warriors right now. Congratulations to you, sir. But you Thank have you. that target on your back, man. What's that like? Uh, it's a lot of pressure, man. Um, it, it's crazy because, Warriors for me was full circle moment. Um, you know, back maybe like this is like 2016. I had a couple of serious injuries, and I had I hadn't been in Warriors since 2014. I just we had a, an exit from the company, or early 2015, whatever. So um, fast forward to a 2018, late 2018. Jason and I, Carrion, are talking, teaming up again. Warriors was the right place to go because that's where it started. Uh, and I always felt like there was something unresolved, like it was uh, something I had to go back and do. And I decided I was going to really start to compete again. Um, and I just wanted to win the tag titles. That's really all that was in my head. And then I had won the tag titles. And then I'm like, you know, man, it would be really awesome to go full circle with a heavyweight title. But having done that in the past, pressure, 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 pressure. Um, now you are expected to perform at the highest level. You're expected to lead the team, lead the ship. And anything that does go awry, you're kind of the first person that people look at. So, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. I felt the pressure, right? But uh, it, but at the same time, it, it feels amazing because it's keeping me on top of my game. It's forcing me the days I want to be lazy, maybe not go hit the gym, maybe the day I want to eat that cookie. It's just not happening because I'm champion and I take that seriously. So uh, very rewarding, but of course, a lot of pressure. 
Maybe if I become a champion somewhere, I'll stop eating cookies. That that makes sense to me. I get it now. It I'll, I'll stick to the commentary booth, man. But you ain't <laughs> wrong. But so much I want to ask you, man. Let's sure. talk about that Rumble. Shameless promo. Guys, again, July 9th. Tickets are available. Staten Island, New York. It's going to be packed. It's going to be an awesome show. We have this Rumble-style main event. I'm excited to be calling this one, man. So many different personalities. Uh, Dark STG. Uh, yeah. who was just, who was just come. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. this guy scares me. Uh, TJ Marconi, the belt collector. Uh, we see some names on this card. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Darius, I believe is in the rumble as well. You, you yeah. know, Darius very well. Great match. He's yeah, winning Darius trophies, well. everything. I mean, what's going through your head when you, are you going to be watching this rumble? I mean, listen, um, you know, I will get into what I have on my plate. So I, I really have a lot on my plate, uh, Saturday. Um, it's quite a daunting task for my first title defense. And on top of that, no matter what the outcome is in the match that I have before the Royal Rumble event, I am going to be watching every single thing that happens in it because whoever wins that is certainly going to be in the heavyweight championship picture. And if I want to be there, whether I walk out champion or not, which I will, um, I, I have to watch who's going to be next in line. Look at the guys you just named. Dark STG. TJ Marconi, Darius Carter, dominance, dominance across the board. I mean, Dark STG came out of nowhere. Guy is a freakishly large, freakishly strong man. And um, what the scary thing is, is he a man? It's, that's what's got scary. a couple screws. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me, One of those things where that's a very unpredictable opponent. You know, it's not that, you know, I'm, I'm scared of muscle, but. When you have a couple of things going on up there like that, you don't know what he's capable of. And, and I've seen what he's done. You know, it keeps me on my toes. TJ, I'm no stranger to TJ in the ring. Both times I faced him, I remember I faced him a week later. That's how it felt. Getting out of bed didn't feel great. And <laughs> you feel it's, dude, I like. I to laugh. Yeah, yeah. I just, just be straight. I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Getting powerbombed by him took the wind out of me. That's a long way to fall. And it's not like I'm ever going to be smiling. Oh, I can't wait to get in the ring with him again. But, you know, I do, I do know what it takes to beat him. And Darius, man, <laughs> Darius Carter. <sighs> the thing about him is this. I can't, like, say he's a bad wrestler. He is, he's great, right? He's great at what he does in there. He can manipulate body parts in, in ways that most people can't, especially independently. But he's just he's also just conniving. And it doesn't matter how he gets the job done, he will. So even if I'm beating his ass, I know I have to look over my shoulder for who might be running out to help. And that makes it always a challenge every single time when it comes to Darius Carter. So, man, yeah, and there's so many other names that are in that rumble. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be, man, it's one of those events you can't miss because you just never know what's going to happen. It's always going to be really interesting. It's always going to be entertaining. And uh, somebody's going to be going for that championship in December, so. Yeah, very well said. And I don't mean to laugh. I'm just thinking we I just saw Marconi oh, literally take on uh, Johnny Moran over at Titan and just Johnny was in the air. Half, he threw him around this like I thought he was going to the ceiling at one point. Like I've never seen a match quite like that. You've been through it. You know how it feels. So you have to have your eyes on all these guys. But you yeah. mentioned that task at hand right now. And I like that answer. You mentioned that you got to keep your eyes on the prize right now. You are the champion. And right now, correct me if I'm wrong, you are in a triple threat match. This You're Saturday right. against not only someone who's been around Warriors forever, a staple, a pillar, if you will, we use that a lot in wrestling, Chris Steeler and Alan Angels. 
Yeah. I mean, who we just saw on impact. I mean, great wrestler all around. We've seen him in the dark order, man. It's a triple threat. The statistics right there kind of don't go in your favor, man. How, how do you approach this? So it's funny. Like when, uh, when I, I spoke about this match um, <clears throat> last week and, and there was something I called Chris Steeler and it's the standard bearer of Warriors of Wrestling. Uh, he's been around for a very long time. He's been through a lot of the ups and downs that people like myself haven't even been there for. And he's always, always circulated around the top. He is a tough SOB. He is extremely smart and he stays a student even after what, I think 14 years in this industry. Very dangerous because of how laser focused he gets when these opportunities come. Um, Alan Angels, right? Last time I spoke about him, he was still in all elite wrestling, all elite, best talent in the world, find their way there when they get signed, right? Now he's leaving that company because he has a chip on his shoulder and he wants to prove that he can hang with the best independent talent in the world that he feels he might've missed out. Now here's the problem for both Chris Steele and Alan Angels. You're looking at the best that the independent scene has to offer when you look at me. And I don't say it in an egotistical way. I say it because I hold the championship that says so. If you're coming to this company, Warriors of Wrestling, been around for over 14 years, has seen some of the biggest legends and current superstar of this day step in there. I wrestled Abyss at Warriors of Wrestling. I have wrestled Vader in Warriors of Wrestling. Oh Man, God. I can give you a laundry list. If you're coming to Warriors of Wrestling, you're coming to face the best. I'm the champion. And the thing is, I don't say things in a cocky way, but I just got to be straight about how I feel. I busted my ass to get that championship again. I busted my ass and I changed everything about how I approach pro wrestling in 2020. When I realized Carrion was done uh, wrestling and that's what I was focused on being a team competitor, I had two options. Man, I used to use a stage name. I was using the stage name Jack Gallo my whole career. And you know what bothered me is somebody looked at me one day and asked me who Jack Gallo was, and I just couldn't give them an answer. And I'm like, well, I'm just not being myself, but I got to stop this. Because if I'm going to stick around, if I really want to do this, I got to go 100%. So I wiped the slate clean. I became vulnerable. I said, this is who I really am. And it was scary because I went from a name that a lot of people, at least within the industry, knew about to now I'm using a name people might not even realize who I am when they see me on the marquee. Do I have what it takes? Can I truly evolve like the greats do? Can I do what I say to the people that I help train? Can I do what I tell them? You got to evolve and you got to stay true to who you are. And I did it. I changed my own life. I stepped up to the plate. I showed the people who I really was. I worked harder than I ever have. And now I'm in a triple threat match. First title defense. And instead of bitching about it, like Darius used to do every time he had a challenge, Bitch, bitch, bitch. Wow. I say bring it on. You want to know why? Because after I knee Chris Dealer in the face and after I drop Alan Angels, wow. I leave them laying on the floor and I walk out with that heavyweight championship. Let me ask you this, Rob. Yeah. What's that going to say to everybody that's coming up next in that Royal Rumble? What does that say to them? You're, you're ready to take on the next up and comer, the talent on TV, the names, whoever it is, you're ready to go. As much respect as I have for everybody I mentioned, I made sure I let you know how much respect I had for every single name. It might be intimidating. It might put me on my toes. It might get me into another gear, 
but that year is more dangerous than all those sons of bitches tied up and coming after me at once. I've overcome things people in the big leagues sometimes don't come back from because my heart is ready. My heart is strong. So my answer to you, Rob, is this. Not only am I going to change my own life by defending the heavyweight championship, I'm going to change the life of the Royal Rumble winner when they have to look me in the eyes and know that this is the person that you have to try to take out to achieve your goal. It ain't going to happen easily. I guarantee you that. Wow. Very well. I'm very inspired right now. Very well said. And, and you're talking like a champion, man. It's not the belt that makes the champion. It's the person that makes that championship, man. And you are living proof of that, man. I do want to talk about this, man. Um, that moment, you know, I spoke to you um, a little bit, getting to know you before calling that match. And uh, what a match it was. Darius, you know, we've mentioned his name several times, but a worthy competitor. You may not always agree with his methods, but his resume, just like yours, speaks for itself. At the end of the day, you walked out with that championship. We talked about the past where you were kind of or only half a champion. We kind of touched on that a little bit. Yeah. And this was about you being vulnerable and being real and being yourself and winning this. No asterisks. This was all you. What was that moment like for you You're walking right. out of there with that championship? And no asterisks, dude. That hits the nail on the head. Uh, oh, just almost relief relief from I, I, my head stress up to here knowing that this was my last chance i knew it was my last one and it didn't matter how darius got the job done it doesn't matter if he cheated he was in the eyes of the company it just what it is the results was w l and i and i knew it didn't matter i, I had to be ready for literally anything and I had to train harder than I've ever trained. I had to put social events to the side. I mean, I took this as seriously as you can take anything. I went into like fight camp mode. I went back to like my high school days of wrestling, just shutting the blinds, putting on sweatsuits, working as hard as I possibly could. That's what I said to him. I was on the bike. I'm like, I'm working. I hope you're taking this as seriously as I am. And uh, man, just, just, just giving him that knee, bringing him in. Put him in the suplex, thrusted him down with that cutter. Hearing the one, two, three, hearing the place erupt, uh, getting past that championship, looking over at Joey, uh, just, just, just relief, happiness, gratification. Um, it was just, uh, I, I felt, I felt like redemption, redemption for. You know, like, yeah, you said, um, I co-held the heavyweight championship before. I, I manipulated the system the same way that Darius manipulates the system in his own way. I found a loophole, and I won the championship with carry-on. And even though technically it was a loophole, I, I could tell you this was 2014 that happened. It, it always bothered me. It always bothered me that it wasn't just me, and I hadn't really proven myself, at least to me. There might be some people who see it differently, I felt like it wasn't right. And I really, really needed to do this to really come full circle. That transition I talked about from using a stage name to being myself. This all had to happen the way that it did. I had to win that championship. And uh, man, I can't tell you how proud I am and how seriously I'm taking it, man. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to take on all comers, ready to prove my point because 
winning the title is one thing and defending the championship is really where you lay the groundwork for your legacy. So I'm ready to build that legacy. Wow. Very well said, man. And I can tell, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, just the way you're talking right now. Uh, and obviously you've been around this business for a long time, but little things I pick up on, man, I kind of psychoanalyze a little bit. You're like, I'm not going to pick up that cookie. I'm going to close the blinds. I'm going to put on the tracksuit and work, work, work. Since you have become champion, I know you're taking on all comers, but what has changed for you? It sounds like there's a little change in the mindset. Like where, where's your head at right now? Yeah. Um, the big change for me is one less excuse, one more hour. That's how I like to think of it. Wow. It's, it's like I was saying before, right? There's balance in life. I'll get into my fitness background a little bit. I, I educate my clients on, you can't live at extremes 100% of the time. If you're trying to, if you're trying to lose weight and you cut out everything you love, it might work for two weeks and you're on a crazy calorie restriction, but eventually you're going to freaking break and you're going to eat double the, the amount of calories you should. But if you had just maybe eaten 300 calories less and you still had that slice of pizza on Saturday because your numbers are all balanced, life is okay. And I usually live off of balance. What I feel has happened since I won that championship is my balance is shifted. There is more work, less play. It affects my lifestyle. It affects my mindset. I really believe being champion is a mindset. So even building up to the moment of becoming champion, I started to train like a champion. Now I have to train to stay champion. I have to be at, no pun intended, an elite level 24-7 because I have the best of the best at all times breathing down my neck. There are no matches that, oh, this guy's new. I probably can do this. I've been around a lot longer. I'm going to go have a nice weekend with my friends. Those days are completely out. Wow. 1,000% all the time. I'm the champion of this place. That means something. I'm disrespecting myself and I'm disrespecting a locker room full of people that are my peers if I don't treat it that way. So again, I felt relief when I won it. Now the pressure's on. And again, yep. one less excuse, one more hour. That means I'm working harder. I'm not taking that excuse. Nobody wants to hear your excuses. No one cares. Work harder. I'm, I'm coming away from this inspired, man. I love this. Uh, I got to ask you this, dude. Like we talked about Marconi. We mentioned some of the names earlier, guys like yeah. Darius Marconi. We see a lot of that, that gold collecting, the Thanos thing, the Infinity yeah. Stones that he's doing. Darius winning trophies everywhere. We've seen the vicious one, kind of the Queen Midas thing. Like what? Now that you're, you're the champion, if you held other gold everywhere else, are you kind of into that? Like, hey, let's see where I can win more titles thing. It seems like this is your focus or is it more about like, hey, I want to fight everyone. Here's where I'm at. Um, every, I feel like every company that I work with, I go in with purpose, with reason. I'm not somebody who just, I want this booking because I want to wrestle every weekend to say I wrestle every weekend. Um, I currently hold the Warriors of Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. I also on Long Island work for Full Faith Wrestling, in which I'm the heavyweight champion and I'm tag team champion with current AEW superstar Cesar Bononi. Congrats, man. That's yeah, man. Great. So that's been going well. So it's not that I'm belt collecting. You got to taste the gold. But I'm naturally letting the gold come around my waist. 
And every time I do win that championship, the next one, the next one, again, something changes in you. You have to excel to that next stratosphere. It pushes you to be the best version of yourself. So if I'm continuously changing my life only for the better, that means I am just on the cusp of what can be. So yeah, I might not have the same ego as TJ because I want to belt collect. And Darius might have a lot of accomplishments, but the way that he's accomplishing those goals is a way that I used to and didn't make me feel fulfilled. So I am driven to be the absolute best every single place that I go and to look anybody else that wants to tell me that they're better than me and that they deserve it more, come and say it to my face and pin me one, two, three. Until you can do that, step back, find your place in life. Wow. Man, very, very well said, man. Um, and, and I love just getting to know you and talking to you a little bit more. Again, I, I'm walking away from this very inspired. I can already tell. Um, you know, you mentioned a lot of, of these names that, that you fought yeah. coming up. You met like Vader. Like that blows my mind. That's amazing. You've obviously been doing this for a while. Not to be cliche, yeah. man, but I mean, was there a love of wrestling? Were you a fan? How did this all start for you? Yeah, man. So I, I, I watched it since I was a little kid. Um, I, I remember my, my, my dad was, it was around 97, 98. Um, you know, he's never a really habitual fan, but when the rumblings of Mike Tyson coming to the WWF at the time. Oh, really? Going on, my dad was like, oh, let me, I guess I should pop this on. You know, let me, let me see what's going on. And I remember like watching a couple of Raws from 98. Like I was like, maybe, I mean, so I'm 30, put it out there. So I forget how old was I in 98? I don't know, maybe like 91, six. He's, maybe. yeah. You're here to uh, wrestle, not do math. Come on. Right, yeah, right. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm young, little boy. But I, re- I like remembered parts of this, like the Raws building. I remember watching Shawn Michaels come out, like stuff like that. And then we, he ordered WrestleMania 14. And I remember being in awe of Ken Shamrock, The Rock, The Undertaker, and Kane. Those entrances at that age blew my mind. I was oh, like, yeah. I was watching like, Literally, I was watching a real-life comic before I was watching something that was like a fantasy. I couldn't believe it was real. And I was really mesmerized by the uh, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. And so like, I just, I just, like, was, I just remember, the, I, I remember it so vividly that I remember how my house was set up back then. It's been changed a lot since my parents' house. But I remember how the living room was set up because of WrestleMania 14. And from there, it was just like, I just, it just never stopped. I, I decided at that point I wanted to be a wrestler. I was always into movies. I loved like Men in Black. Like I loved all those like eccentric movies and characters. But wrestling was just like this different thing because it had the athletics too. And I had that, you know, I loved, you know, watching football. Like, you know, so it just felt like it had a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and that just, it just hooked me. And then as I, as I grew and I got older, uh, it drove me to get into fitness. I, I was overweight when I was young. Um, so it, it pushed me in, in that direction in life. Um, and I remember as I got to, like, as I was going to high school, um, I got into amateur wrestling because I, you know, and, and, and I remember Kurt Angle's picture was on, I went to East Middle High School and I went to the Jets Wrestling Club and his picture was up. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, it was cool. And it was like, before, it was like right when he was getting into WWF and um, WWE, whatever. I feel like saying WWF today. I don't know why. I think Kevin Owens has that panda shirt. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know why it's just like clicking the WWF. Uh, anyway, but the long story short with that is, I remember um, there was an, a, a guest coach or a guest like wrestling coach. It's got Coach Pascarelli. It just so happened he roomed with Kurt Angle in college. That's awesome. And it just, it was just a weird thing, right? Like, oh, yeah, like he knew him. And um, just that connection, I just, that was it. I'm like, all right, as soon as I'm done amateur wrestling, like, I think this is God's way of saying, like, go be a pro wrestler. This is, this is what you want. And here's this weird connection of a guy you like who's done both. And um, like, he wanted to be like my hero. I love her. Um, and yeah, man, then I, I got, I got into it. I just never stopped. It's just, it's just been there. Got me through some hard times when I was young. I was able to just zone out and watch that. Um, you know, like I told you, I was, I was bullied a lot when I was, I was overweight. Really? Yeah, man. I was, I was bullied when I was real young. And, um, that's what that like watching wrestling that, you know, any problem, I would just go and I'd watch wrestling. I'd get lost and I'd imagine doing it one day. So, and, I, and, and I'll say this, like not to be cliche, but this is something I'll say that in hindsight, doing this as long as I have there, there always used to be this, like, Oh, I, you need to get to WWE. You got to get signed. Got to get signed. Got to get signed. That's like all you think about is get signed, get signed, get signed. I've, I've learned now to just be more appreciative that I've been able to do what I have done and the really amazing experiences that I've had and the relationships that I built is, is something that is invaluable. I've learned that the journey is way more important than the destination. And I feel like every successful person I've spoken to has get, like relayed that and learned to breathe and enjoy it because a lot of like, you know, I'll talk to people about some of my experiences and their eyes are like, wow, you did that. And then it's like, oh, you know, I actually have done like a lot of really cool things that a lot of other people, you know, like, man, I, I wish I would have at least that would have been that would have been awesome. So, yeah, man, that's that's just a piece that I that that was on my chest is just really appreciating the journey and just. Um, being able, you know, to still be third, to be 30 years old and still to be able to perform at a high level. Um, something that I wanted to do since I was six years old is as rewarding as life could be. Right. So it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. I, I love that, man. That's a, that's a great answer, man. You take in these experiences. It means something to you. You know, you want to do this when you're younger, uh, you're actually doing it, man. And I always say, you know, uh, life's a journey, not a destination. Uh, Steven Tyler, uh, Aerosmith. Um, yep. But dude, it, it's amazing, man. And right now you are the guy. I will say this, though. I noticed the people that are go all in on wrestling and, and are putting in the miles and putting in the work. And like you are literally like you say, you know, putting the cookie down. Like I can tell that you're, you're going that extra mile right now. And that's how you achieve uh, greatness or an opportunity or more opportunities. And right now you are surrounded by these uh you get these names that you fought coming up uh we see serpentico a uh, friend of the show I'm, I'm excited to see him on saturday yeah. um just so many of these names alan angel we talked about coming in you're working with left and right man i was gonna ask like you know you did have that that taste of aw man you were in in a yeah. ring in an arena um I mean, first of all what was that experience like for you and i don't want to ask if that's somewhere you want to be because you kind of touched on that a little bit but what was that experience like for you yeah no listen man um it, it was a really really awesome experience um to be able to be a part of it um you know i i was you know when i so when i when i first i i, I had a pretty i tore my achilles tendon in 2016 and my tore my right bicep like within the same year it was just i, I never got hurt then the big ones it was crazy um and good now so we're going with um, yeah. but I was supposed to get some work and I had, uh, I had a tryout. I was in conversations for WWE. 
So when that, when I got hurt, everything fell through and it was just like, and then, you know, so to be honest, like I've, I've told this story a little bit in the past, but Please. I went through a little bit of a, you know, when, when I was so close and I got hurt mentally, it did maybe more damage than physically where uh, it was, you know, when I first came back, I just didn't have that confidence I had before. A lot of, a lot of things that were really, really pushed on the table were now kind of off the table. And that can do a lot to an athlete, you know, uh, someone like me who's an athlete, whatever. Uh, the grateful part of that is I am where I am now. And it, it made me take my fitness career a lot more seriously to realize like, hey, I can get hurt and this can all be over and I can't control that. And if I can't control it, then it's important to have different areas of life that I can be successful in. God forbid it's out of my hands, right? So it put me in that place. Um, that all happened. I, I, and I never had gotten, um, you know, I had never went and even gotten extra work. I had never done it. So oh, when wow. it was right, I did nothing. And so for a long time, it, it sat with me and it really bothered me. And like, I, it was just, things would fall through. Like I was in contact with, um, I dove again for some work back before the, before the pandemic and they stopped touring. So that fell through. Um, cause it took me a little while to even feel the confidence to send that email because I didn't have that confidence. Yet. It took really until like 2019 to be like, all right, I really deserve, like I can say comfortably now that I got my, you know, I took, it was maybe like a year and a, from the, maybe like I wrestled a couple of times in 2017, but it was just not, you know, so I, I want to say there's a good two and a half to three year period. I wasn't really taking it seriously. So right. 2019, I started putting the feelers out again. And then like the quarantine happened and then you know, this happened and just things kept falling through. So this was the first freaking time that everything got set and it all happened. And it was really gratifying. Um, again, like re redeeming, like I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I wrestled Dax Harwood in his last match before he got signed to WWE in this company in North Carolina. I also wrestled Adam Page on that same show. There's no video footage of it. It sucks. Oh, come right? on. I see. Yeah, I swear I wrestled Bobby Lashley in a six man match with Rex Lawless. Actually, a whole bunch of guys. Again, there's no footage of it on the same show. So random. Right. So um, but I got to like I ran into him and I got to talk to him. And like after a second of like looking at me, he's like, oh, my God, he was the one who reminded me it was his last match. I didn't know it was his last match before he got signed. He's like, you know, that was my last one. And it was just cool. Right. Like these are like little things. And I haven't seen him since. Because past got diverged, but I had that kind of moment, which was just so cool. Uh, I got to you know talk to Adam Page. He's like, "Oh, dude, yeah, you. Oh my God, how's everything?" Uh, Jay Lethal, I had a relationship with. I wrestled him a lot back in like 2011. Um, he was just happy to see me. So just to see like these faces, and then they remember who you are and show you that respect and like that feeling of like, again, like I was talking before. Sometimes we worry about the destination, but when you get respect like that and just the, you know, hey. We are, you know, I've, I've had these experiences with these people and they're doing fantastic and they're in a place, of course, you know, I'll be straight. Of course, I still would love to be there. Not saying I don't want to. I'm just saying I appreciate the journey. Um, but to be with them and to have that, um, Rottery was great. Um, a lot of my family was there. That's amazing. Um, yeah, my fiance came. She got to see it. You know, like even just, you know, and, and you know, it didn't matter what the role was, just it meant a lot to all the people that were there to support me that have supported me the whole journey uh, along the way to know that I had gotten that little piece. So that one thing uh, I had been waiting to get was cool, man. You know, like I said, I, I don't take anything for granted. Um, even just uh, throwing on that security shirt 
and knowing that my job that today was just to be security. Well, I'm going to smile and look right in that camera. I'll tell you that. You know, That's so it. It was, it was really cool. Really cool. Hopefully uh, the first of May. That that's awesome to hear, man. And congrats on the engagement, by the way, man. You're, oh, thank you, thank you. You're, you're living well. your best life. It sounds like, man. That being said, I gotta ask, man. You talk about the goals. You talk about the journey. You've worked with a lot of these guys. Is there, you know, if, are you keeping up with the current product? Is there someone you're watching right now, uh, or or you could even do one on the indies, or one on the indies, and one on on the national talents? Who do you want to work that you've never worked? Oh man, that's uh put me on the spot. Nice. Uh, and anyone like you got your eye on, or you're like, oh, they're pretty good, or. Well, a guy I can't wait to, to, to work with again, and I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. He, he just actually just got released to WWE, Cole Carter. Big fan of his. I worked with him once before. I know okay. you're saying people I'd never faced before, but uh, he's a good, big, talented kid, and he has good uh, steam for himself because of where he just came from. But uh, I'll be happy to take some of that steam for myself when I pin him once a year. Um, wow. That's all I got to say about that. Um, Dark STG. As scary as it is, is certainly. Wow. I'm not really a champion. Do I, if I'm not really, if I'm really a champion, would I be scared of my toughest opponents? Should I, should I want to stray from that? I feel like that's not what a champion does. So I could see that as the top of a bill of a marquee, especially Warriors wrestling as well. Um, It could happen. And, um, but if, if I'm going to go with also just people that I think are phenomenal talents that, I'd be like blessed to be to share the ring with. Um, I mean, if I ever get in there with Pac, I mean, he is just one of the just 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 to feel how smooth he must be in there, um, and just how intense he is. Just everything about his facials, uh, I just know that would be uh, a, a real test and a real honor. Um, Andrade. Another guy just, you know, I've always, I've always appreciated when I watch wrestling, the technicians are also explosive and have just a swag to them. I guess that's the right word. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you watch like the way that Andrade does things, it just looks so effortless and just like vicious and just yes. clean and clean. Like everything about what he does has always just been so like. The, the effortlessness in how he delivers is just ridiculous. So, yeah, man, I, those those are guys I have really put on the top. And then, um, you know, I mean, you got to aim for the top, man. And you always want to be in there with the best talent in the world. If there's one guy that's still currently active, that if I you said the one, number one, one guy. Okay. Brock Lesnar. Ooh, and he is currently. I, you never know when or where he'll show up, man. That Listen, is. Dude, I've I've seen some people that uh you know I I worked with that never thought they would have done certain things, be in the ring with the Undertaker and stuff. So, man, I, you never know what's gonna happen. Look at all the guys that are wrestling Sting right now, man. That's also like, dude, if I got to be in the ring with Sting, another one. I mean, it's just it's amazing how good he still is. Fearless. Fearless. And and look at how many talent now the younger talent are getting to experience being in the ring with an absolute living legend. I mean, those are some people on the top of my list. I'm uh, sure there's uh, a lot more. I mean, I really there's I mean, there's like a million more. I'm just people that came to bed. That's <laughs> amazing. I'm just throwing it out there. So Joe hears this, makes some phone calls. And we'll of make course. It yeah. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> he, know, he, know, he knows. He knows. He knows. The deal. Uh, he knows the deal. He knows the deal. 
Um, Joe, I want to be respectful of your time, man, but I always like to ask this one, man. This is our favorite question. I like to ask everyone, man. Say you get that big grand WrestleMania entrance, double or nothing, all that, whatever it is, right? You get that big entrance uh, on a premium live event pay-per-view, man. You're walking out. What band or artist would you have play out to the ring? Oh, man. You got, you got like a favorite? Oh, that's a, such a hard question. Well, I, you know what? Honestly, man, that is not a hard question. Okay. Uh, my, my theme song right now, I enjoy very much. Uh, Venevicium by Lacuna Coil. Oh, look, wow. I am a huge. Yeah, yeah, dude. They are awesome. I mean, like when wow. I listen to rock music, it's like. I remember, like, I had a lot of friends back in the mid 2000s who were big Evanescence fans. Like, nah, listen, all due respects, Lacuna Coil's where it's at. That's yeah. real metal music with a dope lead singer who's a chick. They are phenomenal. I would have loved to hear those vocals live walking me down to the ring. Uh, yeah, Leo, next, really pay attention to the theme song uh, on Saturday. I think you're going to really dig it if you haven't heard it before. It is a badass song. I definitely know. I, I haven't heard that name in a long time, man. That's a great answer, man. I may have even seen them before a while ago. That's that's awesome, man. It that's would be very so cool. cool. I love it. I love that song. It, it amps me up. I felt like it was the right, like I was, and you know, I've always, I'll be here's side side press. Yeah, I've always, I've always struggled with finding theme music really? for whatever reason. Like I could help, I, and this is the same thing with like giving myself like. I used to help, you know, I've, I've helped train at, at least in the early development of a lot of guys that are on in the Indies now awesome. uh, in Long Island um, back, you know, a couple of years ago. And I, I was always good at giving like nitpicky advice. Oh, you should listen to this song. I always like see it for other people, but I can never find it for myself. And this is like the first time I heard a song and it was like, that's it. I had a vibe, energy. I'm like, that's the one. And it's like, I sent it to a couple of friends I respect. On their opinion, they're like, that's exactly it. So yeah, man, it's uh that's the one that is great answer. One. Real quick, you're a New York guy? I'm a New York guy. What's the pizza spot? Oh man, what is the pizza spot? I'll tell you what, well, I'm Long Island. Oh, it's a Long Island spot. Okay. I'm a long so so it's it's a little bit different. Um Mama Teresa's over here is Mama the, Teresa's is the, okay. write that down. I always write them down. Yep. Mama Teresa's is the place you want to go for pizza on Long Island. Um, especially, and I brought Caesar Bononi there. We have, we have pictures to prove it, and he was in heaven. Um, not only their pizza, their their like their entrees, their dishes, their salads. We're talking like, hey, sponsor the champ. Let's see, let's see what we could do here. Let's yeah, I mean, I might I might be able to make a phone call. I do know a couple of people who work there. There, there you go. Bring some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe, dude, it's so good. Honestly, just getting to know you and talk to you, man. You yeah. have that championship mindset, man. Uh, it was a pleasure getting to know you. I'm excited to see you Saturday. But before we get out of here, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP Telephone, where they can get the merch, follow you on socials, all that good stuff. Yep. All right, so here's where it's at. You got to follow me on Instagram. It's where I'm more, most active. Joe double underscore Ocasio. Not only will you get awesome wrestling content, you get plenty of awesome fitness content, and you get to see me traveling the world and having a lot of fun and making you laugh in the process and changing a lot of lives. It's also a way you can connect to my personal training page at Joe's Result Zone. Um, there is even more fitness content. Uh, you'll get to see the lives that I change outside of wrestling. Uh, I work with everybody. I have kids as young as 16 to men as old as 81. Uh, my spectrum, yeah, I work with a lot of different clients, a lot of different age ranges, uh, different fitness levels. So if you want to take that to the next step, you have a champion, 
who wants to be there for you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Joe, double underscore Ocasio. Not great at Twitter, getting much better. I follow Freddie Prince Jr. He seems to like me, so you should probably do the same thing. Um, good thing. Merchandise will be available this Saturday um, at July 9th at the show, Warriors Wrestling 355. Brooklyn, um, I'm sorry, 3555 Victory Boulevard in Staten Island. Um, Going to have my T-shirts ready to sell. Also, uh, you could hit me up on any of my social media platforms, and I'd be happy to send you some gear, uh, anything I have, wristbands, T-shirts, you name it. You hit me up, you send PayPal, I send to you. Uh, and it'll be great. If you want to change your life in any way, shape, or form, whether it's watching a champion and life-changing performer or getting back into better shape, if you need some inspiration, if you need some motivation, some influencing, you have the life-changing Joe Ocasio right here to follow. Joe, beautifully done, man. It's an honor getting to talk to you. I know you. And just continue success, man. Can't wait to see your journey, man. And you too. This is an awesome podcast. You're a great dude. Um, I really appreciate ah, you're, you're better than you think. Come on. Um, yeah, man, I, I appreciate the platform. I appreciate talking to you and getting to know you as well. Uh, and I can't wait for uh, everybody to see this awesome material that we have created. Together. Appreciate that, bro, man. I'll be calling that match. We'll see what happens. Good luck to you, man. It's going to hey, be a man. triple threat for the title. I, I can't oh. wait to hear on commentary and still. Oh, he's calling it now. And that I'm going to leave you with this. bro. Oh, please. That, that is not just true that is life-changing